Hello, my friends, and welcome to another episode of the Holistic Hippie Podcast. Um, my whole day just kind of, I don't know, it didn't go as planned. And so I found myself with a pocket of time to sit and talk to you. And there's some distractions in the background, um, music playing in the basement. I'm hoping that the sound quality is good. But as you know, I never edit these sessions. So here's hoping that it all goes well. Um, there's so many things that I want to talk about. And there's so many episodes that I have yet to record. And um, talking more about nutrition is definitely a hot topic on my list, especially because Colin and myself just opened um, a cafe. And it's a plant-based, like holistic, organic, superfood cafe. We are so excited about it. And uh, so there will definitely be more on food coming soon. I also want to talk, I've gotten a lot of questions about um, how I have remissed from autoimmunity and how I manage um, my autoimmune condition with diet. So I would love to share a little bit more about that and the process of um, going through all of the protocols that brought me into the state that I'm in now. But for today, and mostly because I like to share what's super relevant, um, I wanted to chat a little bit about sort of taking up space and really tapping into the purpose of your life. And I'm not talking about purpose in the way that the world is talking about purpose, like how you trade your time for money. That's not your purpose. You did not incarnate on this plane to like trade your time for money. <laughs> there's, there's more. And so, you know, it's true that when we're doing what we love, when we have the opportunity to serve in ways that we are deeply and passionately connected to, that there is purpose in that. Um, but your purpose is sort of intertwined with every single aspect of your life. It's taken me almost 36 years to realize that there's no possible way. I used to feel like I was going to like miss out on my purpose. Like, I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing. I'm supposed to be doing something. And that feeling, just nagging, nagging feeling never went away. And Colin would watch me. Um, you know, start a new career and then quit after six months and take a training and then try to do something different and quit after six months. And right on schedule, at least every six to 12 months, I have wanted to move or change jobs or go on a crazy adventure, like feeling like I'm not living my purpose. And it's taken me a long time to discover that you can't actually escape your purpose. You couldn't miss your purpose if you tried. Because your purpose is everything that you are doing, everything that you are experiencing, everything that you are going through, and everything that you will go through. Your purpose is the unfolding of your life's journey and how you respond to the life that you're living. And I find this empowering in a weird way, although at the same time, it's the most deeply frustrating thing because, you know, there are times I think that all of us go through where we face a lot of darkness and a lot of struggle and a lot of challenge and we feel really alone. And it's times like that, that we feel like we need somebody. And it's so easy to be really hard on the people that are around us because they don't understand what we're going through. Um, 
it's so easy to, I don't know, like kind of find fault in other people. And I think we do that naturally. And the reality is that not a single person has the ability to climb inside of your experience in order to fully understand what you're going through. And because no one has the ability to climb inside of your experience, and I'm talking from start to finish, not any given sort of isolated incidents, like everything that you're going through, you are experiencing in the way that you are experiencing because of the sum totality of your life this far. Every single thing that you have learned, every single thing that maybe you're trying to unlearn, which really is the big process of um, stepping more powerfully into your purpose. But you know, nobody has the ability to get inside of your experience. And for that reason, nobody can help you. Nobody can save you. Nobody can do it for you. And nobody can really ever fully understand you. That's why it's so special when we find those people in those relationships where we feel seen, because that's not common. And we can meet one another on this level without really having to know the ins and outs of each other's personal experiences when two people are sort of doing the work, quote unquote. And I hate saying that because it's such a, I don't know, buzz phrase right now. Um, But when there are two people that are doing the work, we can hold different types of space for one another that feels like there's more of a depth to it. And I think that that in some way is what we're all looking for is to feel seen and to be, um, validated in some way and this is why it's such a struggle because we are the victim as well as the hero in our own story and that puts a lot of onus on us for everything and I don't know if I'm just crazy (laughs) and that's possible but I find that empowering to know that It's all on me, all of it. And that makes me curious. And, you know, when we understand that we're already living our life purpose, even if you're in the middle of like the hardest time of your life, this is like right on schedule, you are living your life purpose, learning how to navigate that which you are enduring. It's a huge part of your purpose. And it's interesting, I got um, a really, really nice message from one of you beautiful listeners. And, you know, she was just sharing a little bit with me about how the podcast and the content has impacted her in a positive way. And I had this moment of just feeling like such gratitude because what I'm doing and sharing what I'm sharing is I'm taking some of my experience and I share a lot of really vulnerable things, as you know, if you've been listening from the beginning and I'm just being honest and telling, telling you sort of what my navigational process has looked like. And that's not going to be the same for everybody, but I'm just sharing with you because it, at least if one person feels like they're inspired to keep navigating their own journey, then I've drawn a little bit more purpose out of mine. And I wish that we would all be a little bit more honest about what we're going through and how we're navigating things, not in a way where we open up the space to just complain and be negative, um, but in a way where we're just honest. You know, being alive is hard. I don't know why 
we don't have more of these types of conversations. I feel like this existence is weird. What is going on here? We're alive. We have to work jobs. Like, and I get so perplexed by the fact that we have to earn money and work jobs and pay insurance and all these things when it's like, but why are we doing this exactly? Like, what are we alive for? What is life? What is all of this? You know, um, and maybe that makes me sound like a crazy person, but these are the questions I've had since I was a little girl. No one has been able to answer these questions in a satisfactory way. And so here we are, you know, I'm going to be 36 next week and um, I have no idea what the heck is going on. And so I think the more real that we can all be with one another, maybe we can discover together. All I know is that I have felt a really big shift in my life when I have started to take responsibility for every single emotion that I process, every single way that I react to my circumstances. Um, and I use that as a learning tool and then later as a teaching tool, because I think that that's a big part of life that we're missing. And so it's, it's an interesting shift because then all of a sudden I, I'm not searching for my purpose anymore. I'm living my experience, which is my purpose. And if we could fully milk the experience for all it's worth, and I'm talking all of it, not just the good times, all of it, because it adds depth and richness and dimension to our experience, which turns into wisdom, which we can impart on future generations so that maybe they can live better than we did. Why should children grow up in a world. I mean, think about how many of you, every time I share concepts like unworthiness, the amount of feedback that I get from you guys, like me too, right? How many of us are walking around on this planet feeling afraid to take up space? We feel unworthy of good things happening to us. We apologize for our very existence almost. And so then we've got these future generations that are being raised by people who feel this way. And that just breeds more of the same. And so when we shift the way that we look at purpose, I mean, then purpose is everywhere. Purpose is in the conversation you have with the teller at the grocery store. Purpose is in the way that you drive your vehicle and the way that you interact with strangers on a day-to-day -day basis. Purpose is how you raise your children. Purpose is learning from the moments where you haven't been who you want to be and being honest about it instead of looking for justification. Then everything becomes purposeful. And then it doesn't actually matter what you do for money because there's purpose in all of it. You know, so there's a huge shift. And I think that if more of our society could make that shift, the world would be a better place. Isn't that just a lovely little naive sentiment? <laughs> So it's funny, I was um, in the kitchen earlier, and this is kind of what had my mind spinning a little bit, just thinking, I'm always thinking. Um, but I used to have this tendency, right, where, and there's a, there's a difference between being like a really compassionate partner and being afraid to take up space. So I was in the kitchen, I saw that my husband had bought some electrolytes, feeling like I'm a little bit depleted, a little bit dehydrated. But then there's like that little part in my mind that's like, oh no, you better not. Those are for Colin. Um, meanwhile, I share everything with Colin. 
In fact, I would go without so that he could have some, right? I'll make sure that if there's food, I take less and he has more or whatever the case may be. And part of that is sort of being afraid to take up space. And it's just interesting because I think until we can unlearn a lot of the things that we have learned through our experience without even realizing that there is learned behavior that has programmed us, until we can unlearn these concepts of feeling guilty for being alive or feeling unworthy for whatever reason, it could have been something small that happened when we were children. Um, you know, it could have been something that happened at school. There's all of these different reasons. And then we start to reinforce this concept as different things happen to us. Then we can look for proof of it everywhere, right? It's kind of like when you buy a new vehicle, let's say, and then all of a sudden you drive around, you've never seen one of those vehicles before. And all of a sudden it, you see them everywhere right? And it's only because now you have eyes to see. And it's the same thing if, you know, we get the impression somehow that we are unworthy or what have you, then we start seeing evidence and proof of that everywhere because it's a new concept that's been planted in our minds. And so these things can grow without our even realizing it or nurturing it. And so a lot of kind of settling into our purpose is unlearning all that we are not so that we can discover all that we are and the potential that is laid out before us in existence. Then we're, we're stuck sort of in these old ways of being and old ways of thinking and sort of feeling like we're missing something. And I don't know about you, but that's a feeling that I've lived with for a long time. Like, what am I supposed to be doing? There has to be more. What is this place? I don't understand what we're doing here. Am I supposed to make a difference? Well, like how am I supposed to make a difference? That's a big one I think that people struggle with with their purpose. I'm supposed to be doing something to help. And then we don't even help ourselves. And so that's a bit redundant, I think. And that was me, always the helper, always the helper. I remember my husband calling me out years ago saying like, you know, you give the best of yourself to everyone else. Then you give the rest to me and the dog but what's left for you at the end? You know, and this is a time when I was just in like self-destruction mode. And I think that many women can resonate with this, but people in general. We turn into these martyrs thinking I'm supposed to do something and be something special and I'll just sacrifice myself. But then we're useless. We can't help anybody in that way. And what if the goal was never to help somebody else? What if the goal was to help ourselves? And as we help ourselves, we become a living example of how others can also do that same work, move through those same processes. I always feel like I'm just rambling, like I have a general idea of what I want to talk about and then I sort of feel like, oh geez, have I lost people here? I know that many of you have reached out with similar stories, similar upbringing, similar beliefs about yourself or about the world. And this is kind of the, the beginning of questioning all these little things, but it's, it's difficult work, right? This is why I love yoga and meditation because we're not talking about like me meditation doesn't have to be done seated on a cushion with your legs crossed. That's optimal for concentration practice and for, you know, really slipping into a very deep trance like state. But we're talking about like being able to work on yourself. Mindfulness is like a practice that you do every moment of every day, watching your thoughts, 
And I promise you, if you can learn how to become a witness to your own mind, which might sound preposterous, but if you can learn how to witness your mind, witness your thoughts and question them all, is this really true? Why do I believe that? Why do I believe this is true? Little things, you know, even the way that I caught myself, like not, I'm not going to drink the electrolytes. Why? Because I don't deserve to be hydrated. Of course I do. Where does that come from? When was the first time I believed that I didn't deserve something? Right? That's where we start unpacking things. That's where we start unlearning things, changing the story. And then we live a purposeful life because we're learning and we're growing and learning and growing. You know, I sort of like, I feel like I'm a child. I'm going to be 36 next week. I feel like a child and I'm learning from looking around and I see the way that the animal kingdom behaves and that nature behaves. And there's a lot of sort of like learning involved, change, expansion. And so I'm just trying to do the same thing. And I, I reckon that that's what I'm supposed to be doing based on what I see happening in the natural world, change, growth, evolution. And I think that in many ways, our race is devolving. We are becoming less connected with ourselves, more connected with the superficial world around us and more connected with the superficial world of the superficial world around us. I mean, it, it goes into these layers. Not only are we diving into watching Netflix and, and there's nothing wrong with any of these things. There's nothing wrong with getting stuck on a scroll in your phone. There's nothing wrong with Netflix or watching things on TV. But what, what is happening as far as I can see is that we are less and less connected with one another at a real level, right? I was talking about this with one of my yoga students the other day, who's a male. And he was saying, you know, we're talking about small talk and how like, it's just awkward, you know? He's like, yeah, I know I was at work the other day and some of the guys at work were asking like, oh, hey man, how's it going? And he's like, and I had this moment where I'm like, do I be honest? They don't really want to know how I'm doing, right? I shouldn't be honest. Oh, really? Like, oh, I'm actually struggling right now, man. Like, thanks for asking. You know, he's like, then things get weird. So you just say, oh yeah, yeah, good. How are you? And you just keep walking. And that's the way that we connect. And yet we're all starving for one another, starving for connection feeling empty, lost, purposeless. So if we can connect into this idea that our purpose is to fully experience everything that we're experiencing, learn from it, grow and evolve, that makes life a lot more exciting. As far as I can see, that even makes the struggles that we go through exciting. It's like a difficult level of the game, you know? And then it's so sweet when you master that level and you get to move on to the next. That's the way I see it. It's a game. It's a learning game. And it can be a beautiful experience and it can be a challenging experience. And I think that the more and more that we understand that we, that's our purpose, especially when we're going through the hardest times, that that is your purpose in that moment. Your purpose is to feel all of the things that come with that particular experience, move through it, alchemize it into something that you can tangibly work with in your life. Allow it to refine you, to up-level you. I feel like more and more of us are stumbling into these paths of spirituality and it's 
difficult, especially at the beginning, because it can be really lonely when you start thinking and behaving differently. And all of a sudden you want to have different conversations and it's not fun for other people. They're not really wanting to go on this journey. This is something that a lot of us kind of land into for one reason or another, and it's super personal. And then we really are desperate to be able to share it with other people. And there are other people, I promise you there are, and there's places you can find them, um, meetup groups. I mean, here's the thing, you're also going to find people that in, in places where you least expect it. And, you know, and coming from being in the yoga industry in Western world, you're going to find a lot of people you're not expecting in the quote unquote right places. So, you know, a huge part of this experience is navigating it solo. And I know that sucks to hear and it sucks to say, but the truth is we are one. So being solo on your own is part of the illusion. It's part of the experience that you are experiencing. But there's a whole lot of truth that we have yet to really fully understand a lot of beautiful saints and sages and gurus that have left us with these words of wisdom that we can intellectualize, but we still haven't been able to weave them into the fabric of our understanding. And so I guess this is a little short episode to encourage you in whatever you might be going through, whatever changes you might be going through. Some of the things are like exciting changes. You know, I'm going through a lot of changes right now, learning how to run two businesses. And there's a lot of things that I don't really want to do or know how to do. And I'm having to learn to be good at them. It's like mundane, you know, but this is an important part of the level that I'm on. So you do the work. Sometimes, you know, the work has been navigating the depths of depression and autoimmunity health problems, relationship problems, different levels, different chapters. So whatever it is that you're going through right now, please know two things. One, no matter how much it sucks, it's part of your purpose. Do your best to honor the experience that you're having right now, no matter how tragic, how traumatizing, or how blissful and joyful. And as you start to learn to be the witness to your thoughts, you can start the process of unlearning the untruths so that you can step towards deeper truths, knowing that you may never realize fully anything in this life. We are all just walking each other home, as my good old friend Ram Dass used to say. He's not actually my friend. I wish he was my friend. <laughs> Well, my friends, I just wanted to record this little shorty for you. Um, I do have more episodes coming. I've been crazy busy trying to get this cafe going and I'm freaking loving every minute of getting to cook for people and getting to share my passion for nutrition with people in that kind of a way, in an edible way, which has been a lot of fun. Um, so I will try to carve out a little bit more time for this podcast. As always, I love hearing from you. I love hearing your feedback, your insights. Um, I do promise to talk a lot more about nutrition coming up. There's a lot of topics and I think a lot of them are just challenging to kind of begin talking about mostly because there's so much misinformation or not even misinformation, but like convoluted information that's floating around 
on the internet and in books about nutrition. And we kind of tend to overcomplicate things. And I think simplicity is key with absolutely everything. So it's just kind of dialing things back into a more simple place. And uh, that's the approach that I'll take when I'm talking about nutrition because I think it has to be tangible and it has to be easy to implement. So on that note, I'm going to go drink my electrolytes that I am so worthy to consume. And I hope that you take up some solid space today as well. And we'll meet back here for another episode really, really soon. Thank you so much for listening and have a beautiful day.